0: on the north side of chicago it's the coolest bar in town and if you go up there you better just be you're gonna find a bunch of clowns it's a mad mad crazy bar the whole damn place is just so bizarre full of all the vice and sin
1: and where do we even be Hi everybody Welcome to another week of As the Ale House Turns This is Pub Crawl Liz
0: And this is The Genius
1: And um, we're going to chat about some stuff again
0: Oh, I think we've got a lot of stuff on our plate tonight
1: It's been an interesting week, I suppose
0: Every week is interesting in the Old Town Alehouse.
1: Let's uh, say hi to Jordan Hi Jordan
0: Jordan just gave us some really cool technical signals I feel very professional now.
1: Bruce is demanding that Jordan uh, Signal us When we're ready to rock and roll here And uh, you're excited
0: Well one of the reasons is I think our, our, our beginnings And our endings are a little sloppy Now we've had a little discussion about this And I think that we've got to spruce it up a little
1: I think we're doing just fine
0: this is always, not, see, this see, is, see that's the difference Between you and me I'm a perfectionist you, nah. you're, you're just willing to Just kind of slog along Yeah that's I, I how will. I live
1: my life You know me No I think this is a podcast At the Old Town Ale House This shit's not not supposed to be perfect
0: It's not supposed to be perfect But it's supposed to be good At it all times It is good I don't like to slack off I'm, Especially on beginnings and endings Well I'm just, I just don't have that Slacker mentality
1: I think I think I think it's a fine <clears throat> beginning, ending, middle. This is it is what it is.
0: It can be better.
1: Well, we'll get there. We will, we're, we're, we're might as well be in the fetal stage of our podcasting right now.
0: Yeah, but I was a really precocious fetus.
1: <laughs> Tell me more.
0: Oh, I mean, everybody, you know, everybody, all my aunts and uncles were amazed. All the stuff I could do in the fetus. only imagine
1: your poor mother.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. She, you know. Yeah, but she, she also understood. it. She went to my uncle's astrologer and you know, she had four kids and none of them were particularly uh, the astrologer wasn't imp- particularly impressed with that. His name was Dr. Davidson. Real quack, he got my uncle to buy all kinds of silver stock or something. We lost his shirt. But anyway, he told my mom that I was going to be the famous one. And she always reminded she me of that it? Well, she believed it. What she she did she
1: tell you as you were a child, and like every day, whisper sweet little things in your ear and say, "One day you're going to make it."
0: Um, not quite like that, but she did repeat what Dr. Davidson said. But then I of course remembered he swindled Uncle Hugh out of his uh, silverstone.
1: Well, maybe that's why you grew up to be a genius because your mother kept telling you that.
0: No, I think it was just a just. You know, the sperm and the egg hit just right. It happens like once every five billion times, probably.
1: Probably. Well, here I am, thankful I'm sitting across the way from you.
0: You should. You should be over, very privileged.
1: I'd like to welcome our listeners again, if we still have any.
0: I think, we, I think we're getting more all the time. You think? I, I think so. I mean, that, according to those little stats I look at.
1: All right, well, I didn't realize you were a data geek.
0: I figured out that. but How come you can't figure out the one on, what's the other one, YouTube?
1: Because I'm not looking at this stuff.
0: Yeah, but you don't know how to... It, see, it doesn't just... You, you've got to press some no, buttons. It's not,
1: uh, at least I know what platform it is, YouTube. That's well, a I video what, thing. I know what
0: pla- platform it is, too. No, but, you don't. Well, what the hell? I mean, why can't we only, We can only figure out... How many people are listening to I, us on one?
1: Because I, I, I'm not looking at it. I have other well, things. Look at I I've it. got other things going on in my life.
0: I care about my fans. I show
1: up on Tuesday. I found Jordan. This is all I got to do.
0: I care about my fans. You know what? We
1: should talk about what it's like to be your go-to girl, which is how. What I don't know. How I ended up here, but. It all started innocently with me saying, yeah, I'll help you do something on your computer. And then it just snowballed from there to now you expect me to do something every freaking day.
0: Yeah, but you don't do it every day. <laughs> because I, I got other I, shit I, happening. I expect and ask. doesn't mean that it happens. Far from it.
1: Well, you know what? I do the best I can, Bruce.
0: Because I'm all set to start um, the sequel now to... Okay. Let's California jailbreak. Let's talk about and this, and I need some formatting yeah, help. Yeah, see,
1: immediately. Let's just talk about the fact that your third book is coming out. It is out actually. No, it out. is out, and it, it, it'll yeah. be in the
0: bar probably in about. So a
1: let's. Week. Your first book is called Last, Last Night, Night at, at the, the Old, Old Town House, House, which came out what year?
0: Well, that's a uh, twenty
1: fifteen sixteen. It was
0: probably uh, probably about four years ago. Okay. Yeah, yeah.
1: and it's about what?
0: It's about. My amazing life and, and the amazing characters that frequent the Old Town alehouse and some of my old friends and some old stories. Is it,
1: is it um, specific to a certain decade?
0: Well, it, it covers, it actually fits in nicely because it goes back all the way to my California day, you know, briefly. There's incidents that took place. Uh, that I, so it's, um, it's kind of very, it's, it's not a lot of continuity. It's brilliant. It's wonderful. It's, it's one, I, I will it's say, one amazing it, is, it was a good read. Another. I
1: read it in like four days. Oh, a
0: good read. I hate that term.
1: Well, it was a good read. Is that That's what you what say
0: what about Oliver Twist? Oh, it was a good read. Come no, on.
1: because Oliver Oliver Twist is more than a good read. Yours was a good read. It was a nice oh, little.
0: So you don't know your little... ass from the whole ground when it comes to literature.
1: <laughs> so anyway, I was your go-to girl before this first book. So I was the one who got stuck formatting. I was the one who was stuck figuring out that horrific site you use, create space. God is that awful. They're they so ancient. Um, to upload it there. Then I had to find someone to help you create your cover and then I had to go do that and upload that and put it all together and it was a goddamn yeah, nightmare. Yeah
0: but yeah but who who paints the cover? Who puts I mean, come on. you just talking okay, about so technical. Anyway, technical I had to put that
1: together, and then we published it. Great. Published it again, reminding everyone we published it, because you're self-publishing it, because you, you fucked fan- up the book deal with Bourdain.
0: And did you get uh, absolutely fantastic accolades in- yeah. inside the cover?
1: Um, For that one?
0: Yes. Yeah, you.
1: I did, I think.
0: Yes, you did. For all of them.
1: Yeah, well, because I wrote one of them.
0: Well, yeah. <laughs>
1: I wrote my own your acknowledgments for me. Yeah, I think she, in the second book.
0: Yeah, she didn't like the first one I did.
1: <laughs> Sometimes that's the that's the benefit of being in control of these things. Yeah. I can I can do whatever the hell I want. Really, you'll never know until you know.
0: No, I I'm, I'm uh, more than happy to. See well, but these you saw them
1: before it we went. We published them, but anyway, okay. So then that was book one. Then book two happened, which was Portrait of the Genius
0: As a young man
1: Which I also had to format Also had to upload and do all that bullshit Also had to find an artist Well, a uh, uh, graphic designer Who, again, was Chad Had to, like, you know, format it perfectly Had to find the right picture Had to get the right background Had to find the right brick color, for God's sakes Put it all together And make the magic happen So that you would be able to publish your next book
0: Yes. Okay.
1: And here we were again this past few months doing the same crap with book number three called California Jailbreak.
0: Yeah, but you kind of fell down on the job on that. Yeah,
1: because I'm really busy this year.
0: Yeah, but you you, you misrepresented but see, certain things. That's my things. point. You misrepresented. You, you made it sound like everything was going along smoothly when you knew it wasn't. Okay. I would have gone. I would have cried out for more help from no, other... one would
1: have, no one would have showed up for yeah, help Yeah,
0: I, I could have found somebody You can help. throw
1: out that lifesaver and no one's going to grab it You're looking at it, mister
0: Well, I hope you're wrong
1: So anyway, it took a minute because I really do have a lot going on this year Which we'll actually talk about toward the end of the podcast um, But no matter, the book is out
0: Well, it's my best book you thus think? far Well I get better each book Each book is better than I mean it's hard to believe that After they're, they're all good But I, I get better with each book
1: Well I just You know I, I'm, I'm looking forward to reading it And looking forward to admiring my hard work Every time I pick it up And see it on the shelf And every time someone goes to the bar And purchases it I'm just going to pat myself on the back You should Alright good um, But a lot of people made that happen So we're excited that now you have the trilogy um, and you said it's already selling, right? Yeah. People are, are buying it. Yeah. You yeah. can find it on Amazon. Uh, if you type in uh, California Jailbreak or Bruce Cameron Elliott.
0: And, and, and it, um, it covers the years 1967 to 76 when I had to leave Chicago in a hurry. And mm-hmm. I ended up <laughs> out of a pure happen chance of going to the University of California. And then... I'm after I graduated from University of California, I moved from Berkeley to Marin County, which was, I lived in this little, a strange little town called Forest Knows where all hell was breaking loose.
1: Well, as soon as I finish your second book, I'll yeah, the third well, one.
0: we're not going to hold our breath on that.
1: <laughs> um, I would like to point out that uh, our assistant producer, Rock and Roll Ruth, is not here today. Yes,
0: yeah, she got caught in the rain. She was going to the Sturches. Um, they have like four reunions a year. Yeah, but I don't or understand like why that. she was going there. Well, she never she went likes to Sturges. Sturges. She likes too. No, I know she never went there, but she likes. T- she's, a, she's a big fan of Jim Tewey's, Mike Tui's, um widowed husband.
1: So, for for those of uh, people out there not who don't know what Sturges was for some reason. Um, can you describe Sturges, the bar? Yeah, where it, it was. It was
0: an old, old school bar. It was over on Lincoln Avenue. It was a den of drug addicts.
1: Is Lincoln just north of Webster?
0: Yeah, I, we, you know, there was um, interchange of customers between us and. But we wouldn't let small armies of cokeheads go into our washrooms and snort coke and stuff. So um, I think their phone number even was something zero zero. Coke or something. I mean, these guys were, they, was pretty, they were pretty faggot. And unfortunately um, serious drug addicts and a lot of bad stuff happens to them because you'd go in there and there's trach tubes and oxygen tanks and all kinds of stuff, you know, in, in, late, in the later days. But It was it was a great old bar and um, once again, it was just kind of a shame. Uh, Smirch, the guy that owned it, just had a hard time remembering when to pay his uh, taxes and is that like why that. they closed? I, I think it was stuff like that. Yeah. Taxes? Yeah, all kinds. Of, it was just one fuck up after another. I really
1: liked that bar. I mean, that was not one I've not. No, a, a they're and, drug and user they, it, like it, that, it, it was
0: a great bar and uh, some really <laughs> amazing characters.
1: Yeah, it's one of the first bars I ever went to in, in the area. Um, so they're having a reunion tonight, and
0: they have them like, but not not there because that the bar is closed. So it's across the street. They go there. And so Rock and Roll really thought she'd come in early on the train and then she'd zip over there for a couple hours and then she'd come over here. Well, as anybody who lo- knows how to look, I mean, you know, I didn't live on an Indian reservation for as long as I did not be able to look up at the sky and figure out what the weather's going to be. So, <laughs> It's not a shocker she got caught in the rain
1: Yeah, did she not She look- seems
0: kind of pissed about the whole thing too
1: I mean, I think everyone knew it was going to rain today I think so Except for Ruth <laughs> Oh, that I sweet think she soul
0: ne- Well, she was looking at her little phone weather thing but.
1: Well, she's not here I think, I- I'm just, you know, she's slacking
0: Yeah, I... I I can't defend this.
1: Like when Jordan gets taken away by the the big boys in the podcast world and leaves us.
0: You know it's, g- it's Ruth's gonna, not going to know what to do. There's a lot of Harvey Weinstein types out there, and I think just out of pure spite and envy, somebody might snatch him from us.
1: <laughs> it's, it's, I don't doubt it. I, I
0: mean, I that's the kind of world we're living in right now.
1: Yeah, you're right. It's all it's not all rainbows and ponies. Yeah. Um. We had a major shake-up at the Ale House this week but, Well, at the Ale House And your blog
0: Oh, yeah, we had some really uh, Although I can't say I'm shocked At what the turn of events
1: So let's paint the picture for everyone Well, why
0: don't you paint it And then I'll, right. I'll, I'll, I'll kind of uh, Well, as, as many details. of you know
1: Bruce has a blog The Geriatric Genius and he's gotten lazy in his years, so he... No no.
0: I you know, lazy when you read. what what, what do we say my number three book is, is, is now available. I'm fucking lazy, right? And I've also done some more portraits and I got some more in, on the way. So So hey, now he fuck this lazy bullshit. I'm so old. <laughs> I am old and I'm frail.
1: You are frail, that's for sure. We'll yeah. get to that in a minute. But Bruce has this blog, and he writes. He well used to write seven days a week, and then I would adjust it here and there. Anyway, so he started having these guest pot or guest uh, bloggers. Four of them, and it was uh, a regular buzzkill. Myself, uh, Ukraine Mike, clown, and, and Clown, and Clown dropped off because he couldn't handle the pressure. It's a
0: tremendous pressure.
1: So then it came down to the three of us. And it's been going on for like a year now, right? That we've been writing for you.
0: I think that's what Ukraine Mike said. Yeah,
1: I, I mean, he, he said, I can't believe it's almost a year, and I was like, it feels like ten.
0: <laughs> well.
1: Anyway, so um, and it was had a had wonderful,
0: a- it was a wonderful gesture on my part to give people an opportunity. Sure. I mean, I, I, that was my dream. I wanted one of my, one of my little um, understudies to to leave the nest to fly off and and, and start their own uh, So
1: he had issues.
0: Yes, he did. About. He's very temperamental.
1: Well, the the pro okay, so just to get, make sure everyone understands what happened. He, he he takes it very seriously.
0: Extremely seriously.
1: He writes very long blogs.
0: Um, too long.
1: Yeah. And, I mean, not that I don't you know, I don't. I just there are different approaches to this blog. Mike would probably spend weeks writing the thing and then editing it over and over and over again. And I would g- actually get he would send me one version because it's part of my go-to girl Judy's. Well, I also yeah. have to upload every well, single blog. I, I want
0: to give Brawl uh, Lizard props because <laughs> I couldn't. They could they could send me whatever they wanted to. I couldn't figure out how to get it on the.
1: So he would send me the thing, and then I would post it, and then he'd send me an edited version, and it would go on sometimes for a few times. Um, so he really thought about it, and it was really important to him, and put a lot of himself into it. Whereas Buzzkill, he writes it in advance, a few days in advance, probably just types it out, maybe gives it a look once over, sends it to me, and it's done.
0: And it's it's not crazy long or anything? No, it, but it's to the point.
1: And I, I tend to write mine about five minutes before I have to post it.
0: And it kind of a lot of times you can tell yeah, but, that.
1: But I got like I said, I have other things happening, and I, I no. I'm happy to be a part You're of really this. You're really a but very just,
0: disorganized person. But
1: I just have other priorities, is all I'm saying.
0: Well, obviously, anyway. obviously your blogs are not a priority.
1: <laughs> no, you no, know, we can
0: all agree on that.
1: That's, I, we can't agree on that. My blog, my blog for Bruce's blog is not a priority. So anyway. This was not the case for Mike and he wrote a piece for you this past week and you took it and you chopped it.
0: Well, let me explain the background because I'm breaking all records right now on my block and it has, well, it has uh, most mostly to do because of uh, Anthony Bourdain's unfortunate death. And I kind of... Um, I spent uh, a couple of weeks trying to analyze the possible reasons why he may have done what he did, and then I recalled certain things. Anyway, I, there's a, kind of a, there was kind of a circuit, kind of a.
1: You're getting a lot of readers, right? I now. am,
0: but there's some other people, Justice for Anthony, and some other stuff, where they're all discussing Anthony's death. And somebody linked on to me, and they've said, and I get lots of comments about it. And so we were getting record-breaking uh, hits. And I didn't want to lose it when another one of his garrulous, um, self-indulgent blogs. I wanted, you know, I said, and plus, he, he knew the guy that was assassinated by Putin that Bourdain had inter- interviewed. I mean, he was aware of him. he was over in Russia uh, Roughly at, all the time All this was happening So I said, write a blog about that Make it pertinent, and I'll, and I'll, I'll print it Because I, you know I, I, I can only write so goddamn much And so he did And there was a lot of good stuff in it But like all of his blogs It was too goddamn long So what I did I edited I edited it brilliantly
1: so he claims that you you removed at least a third of
0: it. And he, I think I got probably forty percent.
1: So he came to the bar. And he got
0: wonderful comments over it, which is <laughs> hilarious. It's by the way the most hits <laughs> he'll ever get in his whole life, thanks to me. And I plus well, on your I plus blog, plus least. I did a preface, and then I changed the title, and he went <laughs> yeah. nuts. He so went, he came he in here. crazy Okay, so over let's, that.
1: let's just put all, all the cards on the table here. Mike writes a blog.
0: You take it. About about Ordean, kind of indirectly.
1: Right. You take it, you edit it by a third, and you, you write a preface, and you change the name of the blog.
0: The title. The title.
1: Yeah. So <laughs> last... And then why
0: don't you tell what you did?
1: No. Let's not go No, there? no. Why
0: don't, we te- why don't you say what Pub Crawl Liz did? The final kind of kick in the nuts. Fine. Be brave. Man up. No, we're not. Gonna... I took the rap. I I took the rap for you. What do you mean? Did when he attacked me for not giving the link to his um, blog, I didn't say pub crawl did it.
1: Per a discussion that we had had.
0: No, no discussion you just did it. You amputated that from no. the blog. I didn't I had nothing. But you know what? Because I'm a manly man, I thought, okay, I'll take the heat.
1: Oh my god. So listen, all I'm saying is...
0: And by the way, I gave uh, his link today on your yeah. blog today.
1: So, listen, I'm just going to say that he came in here and was pretty upset, and I kind of understand his position. He was position.
0: Furious. He was actually in a smoldering rage.
1: I kind of understand his position because you... I mean, okay, it is your blog, fine, but if you're going to edit it like that, you probably should have just had a conversation with him. Come on. Come on.
0: I'm not you also the, changed they, they the don't, title of it? They, they don't call me the genius for nothing. The title I changed immediately <laughs> I showed my picture of tu- uh, Putin in a tutu So that's, there's an attention grabber right there That wonderful drawing I've done That went viral And so I put Putin in a tutu Now I know that the Putin people I mean the Bourdain people Are going to be kind of interested in that
1: All I'm saying is He was upset Probably still is upset and I'm sure he'll be a whole
0: lot more upset After this uh, podcast
1: <laughs> And but I, I, we love I, I mean, Okay, I so love, bottom I love line Mike. is I I like Mike too. I understand his position.
0: I understand it too, but I you understand know what? why he was upset. Hey. I think
1: I think I think anyway, it's it is what it is. You guys had a a, a serious conversation you know, last night. I, let
0: me let me make a point here. When I first started writing a blog, Roger Ebers the one as I've said previously got me to do it. Roger used to really Really um, Squeeze my balls over some of the stuff I wrote You know It's stupid it's, uh, I you know, I'm, 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 I listen I learn yeah, I'm, a, I'm able to take criticism You should learn how to take a little criticism And especially when it's constructive So I, I don't have any sympathy
1: Okay Well Um the end result is that he is no longer blogging for you.
0: Well, it was amicable. Let's not get the wrong yeah. Impression. No, that's what he, I'm saying. He, he was. I think, he's had a I conversation think he felt about it, it. I think he felt it was time to leave the nest and to fly on his own.
1: Well, I just think he was really hurt by by the editing.
0: Well, here's the thing: when he's fly, when he's when he's got his own blog, the days of a hundred thousand hits are. Over. It's, it's gonna be over.
1: I, I'm just gonna also say that I, you are, you have a blog and you're older and I think you have this following and people read it, but like I don't know that people are still reading blogs, are they? You
0: fucking they I, don't, are.
1: I don't read There's any so blogs. There's so much you don't know. I don't read any blogs. Well, I don't
0: either, but I mean. I'll read,
1: I'll read columns and newspapers and magazines. But I don't read any blogs anymore
0: Well f- First of all I listen to
1: podcasts I
0: mean that Thank God for blogs Because that's how uh, I I up with poor Dane
1: Well that's true But that was a while ago Oh Anyway My w- point where is What are this. people
0: doing now What's What's, what's what, They're not reading blogs What are they doing
1: Listening to podcasts
0: Okay well, You can't do two Well yeah but You're driving I'm in your saying- car You put on a fucking podcast you're, you're home You want to be amused You want You, you, you enjoy good writing you turn on the geniuses. For, for uh, my
1: next for my next blog I will add this as a poll question about this whole blog situation. Yes, I just think Yes, would you please I just think it's an antiquated form is all.
0: Oh for Christ.
1: And you guys are getting all your panties in a wad I am sure about you believe uh, I'm sure you
0: believe books are antiquated form. Now let's not be ridiculous. Well what we do you mean talk? Well then what's the difference? You're on your goddamn computer.
1: Because a book is a little bit more substantial and it's it's by like a a, a a possible author that you know or it's it's a little it's just there's more meat to it. Whereas a blog it's like yeah, you, you tell, gotta commit to reading this thing every week yeah, and sometimes people, it's like these random people that just who can I don't know, I just don't think I give people I think it's insights. apples and oranges.
0: I tell them what's going on again, in the world. I
1: think your blog is a little bit different. Well, of course
0: it's different. I'm the genius.
1: Anyway, I don't wanna uh, beat a dead horse here, but that's just my opinion.
0: Yeah, well, that's, that's, <laughs> that's yeah, for what it's worth. It's her yep, opinion. Yeah.
1: Anywho, ha yeah. um, Well, so are you going to keep taking blogger auditions?
0: Yeah, I mean um, little Jillian
1: I thought is, she was done.
0: Well, I gave, i to give her another shot, but then right in the middle of all this uh, excitement, she sent me some stuff. I haven't really—I don't know. I'm—I'm I'm sure she won't mind if I edit it because I'd have to. <laughs> but um, you know.
1: Why don't you fi- Why don't you ask? Like, I think part of the reason why maybe mine and Buzzkill's blogs might work is because we're sort of the like we're like re- true regulars you know what I mean like we've been here for a while and we kind of can just show up on our own and have no people oh, and have conversations I, I don't and think
0: that's the answer I mean
1: then I don't understand like, I, I mean
0: don't. I, a talent I mean like I'd love to have Kevin from New Orleans you know but he's you know he doesn't he's got his own stuff I mean he's a writer I mean you know writing, writing. we all
1: have our own stuff um, ask him Kevin if well, you're no, out there I, I know you're listening to this no, podcast I have
0: I have discussed it with him but you know he's a newspaper and it's like um, when Andy, Andy actually considered doing some, but I said, you know, Andy, well, you know, as long as you, as long as you have your straight, fairly respectable job, probably don't want to associate yourself too closely with me. And he thanked me for protecting his reputation.
1: Okay, well, so, good so, on you. So
0: anyway, I, what well, I think I'll do, I'll probably not worry too much about bringing in more. Guest blog. I mean, unless you've somebody kind of been
1: on a roll, hmm? you've kind of been on well, a yeah, roll, yeah. But I'm
0: not writing my books right now. Now, of course, part of it is because you're not over at my house helping me uh, format my new back, manuscript. Back to but, it being all my fault, but I think what I'll do is just do uh, shorter, shorter, occasional nostalgia ones, and but keep the brilliance. I mean, the main thing is, I have to set the standards so high for brilliant writing. I remember last week when we uh, When we did uh, Andy And after afterwards Andy Of course he had about what, how many Long Island Nights teas or whatever he was drinking And Andy Actually thought, said, well you know I'm a better writer than you That why, was fun why, why Andy, because you're a better speller That makes you a better writer You can write journalese Like, you know, you can appear in a newspaper And, and they'll print it But <laughs> comparing yourself to me? I mean, that was really... I wish that post-podcast
1: conversation would actually have been a part of the podcast because that was a great conversation. That was
0: hilarious.
1: You guys were hilarious.
0: Yeah. Well, Um, Andy was hilarious. (laughs)
1: Um, Well, I think you should consider another guest blogger. uh, Maybe somebody who's... I'll consider.
0: I'll take auditions. I think Kevin's
1: a good idea. You'd ask him.
0: Well, I'll I'll, um, consider... um, I'll just see if I can... Get Jillian's presentable and put one of hers. But I don't think she'd be reliable. I I can't, just can't see her doing every Saturday or Sunday or something like that. She just doesn't seem right. reliable. It's a little kind of spacey. I like her though.
1: Well, we will uh, keep pondering this million-dollar yeah. question. Yeah. And see what comes of it. Yeah,
0: we're well, not going to worry. So anyway, the the upshot is, Ukraine Mike will no longer. Although I did promise him when he gets, he's going to be gone for five weeks in Europe. Yeah, and I promised when he gets back, he can write a farewell blog. It's
1: a good idea, and I still, I would still like him to be a guest on our podcast sometime. Yeah,
0: no, he'd be a good guest. Uh, I, pro- I think we probably need to wait until he gets back from Yeah,
1: I think he's a little busy. Right. Um. All right. Well, that's the drama of the week. Always something.
0: Oh yeah, we have plenty of Every drama.
1: week, something—I'm ha- not kidding—every week some, something ridiculous happens. Yeah. Somebody gets upset about something stupid.
0: Uh, what really stupid stuff. I know. This yeah. is like
1: a, this is like high school. We've been ordered.
0: Ne- we've been ordered never to mention somebody's name ever again.
1: <laughs> this this bar is like high school.
0: It's yeah. Silly. Ju- ju- actually, more like junior high. School.
1: Yeah, it's silly. We're, 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 we don't have the maturity level of grades uh, nine through twelve. No, we don't. <laughs> around here. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Well, anyway. Uh, did you go to the Gay Pride Parade this year?
0: No. Um, as a matter of I know you did. Um, but as a matter of fact, I think this is the first Gay Pride Parade I have missed in at least the last ten years.
1: Why did that happen?
0: Well, because, number one, I was out in um, Hyde Park, and the last two that I went to... Were um, not really as fun as you know. I have a great spot. I always go to the very end of the parade, right, right at uh, diversity and the park, and which is kind of cool because everybody's ripped by the time they finally get there, and then they all just the park, the full park over in the um, in the park. Yeah, you know, we were going for years. Chief, who's this very large um, Indian. Feather Indian that comes to the bar.
1: Native American?
0: No, Feather. Native there, American? There's Dot. Oh, there's it. Feather. Native American. Um, anyway, Chief had a great idea for a in-house float for the gay pride parade. He said, he like said he'd drive it. Now, this guy's big because we would certainly have sustained some attacks. But he wanted to put the float in. And get all, and I would say probably the alehouse sixty percent gay. That's, when? Cons- that's now? Conservative.
1: Yeah. Sixty percent of this bar is gay. I would say so. I, am sorry, dude. That's not right.
0: <laughs> well, who's that gay?
1: You. Oh,
0: to see now there. Jordan. No, there. Bill. They're, you would, you would get.
1: Johnny Ale, Steve Mark, everybody. I'm freaking looking at right now. Oh
0: yeah, well, and we, head just died. And, I mean, most of our gay guys have died, I, I will say that, so it's probably, but, anyway, Chief's idea was to get this flatbed truck, he'd drive it, and then the great big sign would say, Old Town Ale House, party till you're positive. I just loved it. <laughs> That's and so I think that stupid. I, yeah, I think that we really would have made, you know, that would have made a bang. And I used to like to go over, too, because I attacked the Westboro Baptist Church. You know, personally. Oh, yeah. they I were could there. They were there again this year. Oh, they were? Oh, yeah. See, if I knew that for sure, I would have come. oh always
1: at the end. Right there by diversity.
0: That's where I go. That's yeah. where, that's where right, I go. Always right
1: there. I, I'm, I'm this year, somebody, here. they had so the, the these are all the anti-gay people who are oh, like, oh, it's a, you're sinning, you're all sinners, you're going to burn in hell, and they all hold... Oh these big signs over, there that, that, over their heads that say those things. And they
0: say fags. You know, yeah, real, they're, they're real horrible nasty and they're preaching
1: stuff. and have their Bibles out and are like reciting verses and crap and somebody this year was standing next to them and they had like a big giant cardboard arrow that pointed toward them and it said secretly gay.
0: <laughs> well, that's what I would do. You know, the first, I remember the first time I had a confrontation with them, I got Street Jimmy to go down with me. And that was... I mean, he, he almost... He's pretty much lost when he crosses the um, Fullerton. But, so J- Jimmy and I are going down. He's bumming cigarettes from people and all on the way. So we get to West... And there they are. The Westboro... The Westboro Baptist Church. So I get... Now, the cops. There was a bunch of cops. probably was 10, maybe 15 coppers protecting them. But the cops... Didn't keep me from getting right right up front with them. So I started with the boss, you know, I talked about you all you really want in your whole life is just a great big fucking dick up your ass. I can see it in your eye. You know, you can get once you get their the veins in their neck going, so I kinda went down that you know, each each guy down there going into what, you know, obviously these guys were all self hating, gay people. But then the women. The women they always put behind them. So I would point. I would point at the guys and said, Tell me that there's not an asshole in this I mean a rectum in this whole goddamn parade that you wouldn't rather stick your dick in one of these fucking maggot infested whores that you guys have dragged out of a barnyard somewhere in goddamn Missouri. And then I'd point the cops were laughing. I had the cops laughing. They said, I said, look at Look at down there Look at all those maggots Falling out of those Gross. Those bitches' pussies Oh god And they were Now one of the younger guys Was almost looking like He was gonna go for me And Jimmy Jimmy's just sitting there Like in awe Wow man Dude you're fucking them You're really fucking them up man Look at that They're getting <laughs> pissed off So Do you think
1: Jimmy would have your back If you guys ever got into a fist fight?
0: Oh yeah He he's saved me a couple times Really? Oh when, when I was getting the cheek kicked out of me A couple years ago out. Hawkeye just sat in the door because he said, that's, that's his job. He can't really go out and protect me. <laughs> and this guy's pounding the shit out of me, and Jimmy leaped uh, into the situation, grabbed his arms. So I crawled out, and I, just when I started to hit him, some cop or a bicycle lieutenant jumped on me and cuffed me. It was a big mess. And then <laughs> the funny thing was, when after the cop said, when everything was sorted out and he finally he got the other guy, he said to me, um... Don't you have a doorman? And I pointed at Hawk. I said, "No, I mean the real doorman." <laughs> so uh, yeah, Jimmy. No, Jimmy's helped me a couple times. Th- I've helped him too. Um,
1: well, you know, that's the way this bar works. I'm, anyway, glad to, I'm glad to hear that. Jimmy... Anyway,
0: about the gay pride, I, I, you know, I, I think there's a lot of people do not know that, you know, I, I had this after um, I kind of blew my voice out when I was trying to get in Juilliard. I still had the itch to get into um, showbiz, and because I was so good looking, um, I found that the easiest way to get in show business and probably the most lucrative, quick money way was to get into gay porn. So I, I was out in California. I was fairly, you know, right right at the beginning of uh, you know mainstream feature film gay porn. My name then was Rod Nasty, and um, I specialized in doing musical gay, musical gay porn. And unfortunately, all of my films, because I did the whole, we did a whole series of five, a series of five Dr. Penis musicals. What was the what, the,
1: was the what was the premise of the Doctor Penis well, musical? Well, it was
0: like we were trying to, um, we were doing, p- penile enhancement surgery and stuff like that. And then we'd break out in the number, and we'd be able to get guys erections that couldn't get. I mean, it was wonderful, and uh, costuming was great and all that. Well, we got in a big fight. I got in a big fight with over the musical rights. Because, you know, they, would, they just took on, we don't, all the gay bars were playing, my stuff. So, all, these were the old eight, tra- eight tracks. How,
1: how many of these productions did you do?
0: I did five Dr. Penises, and then I did, the only non-musical was The Toilet.
1: Did you guys actually have to have, like, you know, any sort of real sexual...
0: What are you talking about?
1: Were they, what, what, these were
0: all, like, on video? Yeah, yeah I've had dozens of dicks up my ass You know, strictly for It for, wasn't, you know, there was nothing romantic it was, it was strictly a showbiz It was my, you know My entry your into paycheck. showbiz Your paycheck Yeah And, you know, the guys were fun All that it was, it, was, it was okay
1: Did it fill the void?
0: Yeah, there was a void But I'll tell you what Your sprinkler muscles after a while say Hey, cease to desist so anyway, the, the tragic ending of this whole thing was because the lawyers got a hold of this thing. So all of the tapes were being stored at the lawyer's house out somewhere in the goddamn valley. There was one the horrible fires in L.A. and all the, they all perished.
1: So that was your stint in musical gay porn. How long did that last?
0: Um, almost a year. Hmm. Do you miss it? No. Are you no. sure? Yeah, I don't miss it. Um, no, I, I, you know, the whole California swinger stuff. I mean, it was all fun at the time. You know, you get out of your system.
1: Yeah. Were, were you on any sort of medication at the time? Any drugs? Any? No,
0: I've always been drug-free. You're clean. Well, I, I, I really dislike drugs because, I mean... I know you just totally disagree. You don't mind having your brain scrambled. I do.
1: No, I, let's let's be clear. I do. I Back in the day, I was a fan of hallucinogens. Oh, God. Mushrooms, for sure.
0: Like you really needed that.
1: I don't. I've never really enjoyed smoking marijuana or doing anything on the hard business. But back in the day, I did enjoy my time with hallucinogens because they opened your mind. and made you very creative.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay.
1: So you had penises, and I had mushrooms.
0: You know, show business. To each his own. To each his own. You you've seen mainstream actors, you know, open mouth kissing You know, they're straight, and it's part of the business.
1: Yeah. So you don't want to get back into the business, Uh, any anyway.
0: You know, I I was thinking about possibly more, probably more directing um, geriatric porn. Oh, I, I think there's God. a market there that I think it's an untapped market and you know a lot of people are wondering whatever happened to these Asian porn actresses
1: I don't think that's a good idea No, I don't think anyone wants to see that do
0: you? yeah really? absolutely why don't you just
1: tape yourself?
0: Well, I look in the mirror. I have mirrors all over no, the place. No, I mean, place. like,
1: put the video camera on, and you can just watch that.
0: Well, you know, you, your partners don't always, you know, not always agree yeah, with I don't
1: think Rock and Roll Ruth would be happy about this no, situation. No, she would not
0: like and
1: I think you should come up with a better plan.
0: Well, I mean, I'm not going to secretly take, you know.
1: <laughs> well, you never know with you.
0: Well, You, probably, wait, you know no, what, you're you right. Know, you
1: wouldn't, because you wouldn't know how to fucking press the button it, and do it. Precisely.
0: Precisely. I so, wouldn't know how to rig up the camera.
1: Yeah, no So I think Ruth, safe to say, Ruth is safe in this situation
0: oh, safe. Um.
1: safe So I can't believe he didn't go to the Gay Pride Parade
0: Well, I wish the hell I knew Westboro Baptist Church was there They're always there And you know what, they were going to come in for Ebert's uh, They were going to attack him, I guess because he was a liberal or something like that I then did a number on my, one of my blogs Talking about what pieces of shit they are Gutless, scum-sucking, rat fucks one of them responds Now I knew he was a Westboro Baptist Church Because he remembered The stuff I was saying to him on, um, out, on On Diversity Street So I said I'll send you fuck faces gas fare. If you I beg you Please come to fucking Chicago And Who is this? Some guy from remember One of the members of Westboro Baptist okay. Church I was trying to taunt them into the coming Oh, he said Oh, we'll come and pick At your box. I said I'll fucking pay Your gas fare, you And bring those Fucking maggot-infested Bitches That you, you Needless to. to say That you were Too chicken shit To show Which they would Jimmy and I Have a lot of fun With them
1: Well, I'm, I'm sad That you guys Weren't there It was a perfect day It was beautiful weather Everyone was, As always Aside from the little uh, Anti-gay people Section Everyone that's, is that's always a so. I
0: like. <laughs> he, I like. Yeah,
1: shocker. Um, but everyone was so damn happy, which is always the reason to go. Um, and it was, a, it was a wonderful afternoon.
0: Well, I, I'm sure it was, and the weather certainly was good. But another mitigating circumstance was earlier that afternoon, I was taking my walk, which is a big loop around the Museum of Science and Industry, and then I go around Promontory Point. So. I sat down in the sun. I mean, I walked about three quarters of the way. It's about an hour walk. And when I got up, I felt this unfortunate twinge in my left knee. And I could, yeah, I was limping horribly by the time I got home. And I've been limping horribly ever since. Now I didn't do anything strenuous. So you're basically saying you were too injured
1: to go to the pride parade?
0: Well, it's probably fortunate that I did You
1: know, you can take a lawn chair with you.
0: Well, when the time that I took Jimmy, there was there was a wow. We got some very loud people. Yeah,
1: it's uh, there's uh, some sort of that's, these
0: guys like, right here. Yeah, right?
1: there's these big dudes. Feeling like they have to yell at the top of their lungs. Um,
0: there's a funny story about when I took Jimmy. And so Jimmy, I take, I take Jimmy uh, with me. We go. Now Jimmy's the one that wanted to go after we did the Westboro Baptist Church. He was, let's go down the end of the block because it's it's too sunny. It's not shady. So we go down to the end of the block, and there's no place to sit. Well, thank God I was... In those days, I was pretty athletic because I was able eventually to hoist myself up on this kind of big wall because of my amazing amazing athleticism. So, Jimmy, there's these dykes. There's a group of about... Big diesel dykes, you know. They all look like offensive linemen. And they're, they're on the other side of the ropes, on the street side of the ropes. They've got, like, really nice, about six, seven really nice lawn chairs and they had a big cooler full of beer. And so Jimmy taps, and they're all jumping up and chanting and cheering. They're not even sitting in their seats. So what? just one of the guys was sitting in a chair. So Jimmy taps her on the shoulder, and he says, hey, can I sit down? She looks, oh, yeah, all right. So he sits down. Now he's got a seat, perfect seat. Then he says, hey, can I have a beer? she kinda of gives him a double tape with two looks. I'm well, all right. She gives him a beer. So now and then he says, Do you have a cigarette? So now he's sitting there with the beer, a cigarette, and a lawn chair. I'm I have I'm struggling to get up to this wall so I can sit down. Well then, about ten minutes later, a float comes by with all these young guys with the black bleach blonde hair and, and, and Gold Lame uh Swimsuit uh, speedos. And so Jimmy looks up at me with a cigarette in his beer and says, "Hey, they look like sissies." I went, <laughs> so I had put my finger over my. Don't, Jimmy. Inappropriate. Did he know where he was? I, I, at that point now I thought, I thought he knew. Oh, well, he should have because on the way I said, Jimmy, every time we meet somebody on the way, it's a, it's a good thirty-five minute walk, maybe thirty-minute yeah. walk. I said, we're going to meet people we know. Every, whenever that we meet them I'm going to say Hey I'm Jimmy's bitch We just got married and He says No I ain't doing that I said, Come on Jimmy It's fun We'll just uh, I ain't doing it I'm not, not going to be no fact So every time We would run into somebody I'd say Hey I'm Jimmy's new bitch I'm married to him And Jimmy hey, No he ain't No he ain't No he ain't So he had to have a clue He had to have a clue
1: I mean it's Jimmy Gay pride parade Next know. year You should um, You guys should walk together And have him on a leash
0: yeah, except, Jimmy, I don't think he was really interested in going back again. Well, if you he tell him there's a free a nice chair time. and free
1: booze, he he he'll had, go? He said he had a nice time. Yeah, he would go. He would totally go. Again, you have to, you have to dangle the carrot in front of him, whatever, you know.
0: The carrot's usually money. He would go for free beer. No. Nah, no, nah, he wouldn't walk that far for free beer. I'm
1: going to ask him next time I see him.
0: Well, he'll say so. I'll tell you what would be great. Take a video... A we were going to do that with him in fancy, fancy pants, uh, go to Lincoln Park Zoo with a video camera, and put a mic on Jimmy, because that would be priceless. What do you mean? His interaction with the animals.
1: What do you think he would do? Oh,
0: I know what he'd do. Well, what? He would say stuff that no human being ever dreamed of like saying. Like what? Like, that one looks like so-and-so, and that one, and then, look at the one, that one knows what's going on, and... <laughs> I went with that one. Eats. <laughs> that and, one. <laughs> no, no. He, he, <laughs> the, the point is, is, you can't even predict what he'd say.
1: When we have our, when we have Street Jimmy on as a guest, we should do it live from the Lincoln Park Zoo.
0: Yeah. Well, it, you'd want to just walk around with him and just interview him. <laughs> but, but, oh, you know, Jimmy. Because he's and you he can lie to him what, what the animals do. Um, you
1: know. <laughs> well, you missed a fun day. Unfortunately for your for your bum leg. I will say that I like Chief's original idea of having a float. Although I'm not a fan of that one slogan. I will it's say great, I will say though. for the day, the float should read Old Town Anal House.
0: That's good too.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Proudly, Old Town Anal House. Party <laughs> till you're positive.
1: <laughs> oh Lordy. Um, cool. But we should think about that because that could be a lot of fun. Yeah, sure. I, I mean, mean, think about all the all the regulars that would want to get on that float, dear sweet Jesus. They probably wouldn't. We probably would like go for about a hundred yards in, and then be asked to leave.
0: How oh, with the party till you're positive, or the animal house?
1: Just the, see, no, the people see, on the float.
0: Why? I don't know. I just, there's a lot of freaks on that guy. Kind the of parade, come on. Wait, I, I don't think freaks. we get it's
1: just people having a good time. I don't
0: think we get all freaks the real freaky stuff.
1: Well, maybe. But food for thought. Yeah. Ale yeah. house, oh, anal what? house,
0: floats. Yeah. That's, for next year. I, I think it's interesting.
1: Hey, so um, I'm concerned about your knee because that's going to affect your golf game.
0: Uh, you Tell me about it. Well, you know, first of all, my main exercise... Is walking I enjoy walking That's yeah, the only do one Sometimes like you to... walk
1: From uh, like downtown Or even further I saw you on I saw you on this, on Wall Street one day Yeah I walked All the way from And you were from, all Sweaty um, and
0: disheveled And you'd walk from Well I'm always Sweaty and disheveled But no I walked From uh, 11th and Columbus Oh yeah that's right Yeah that's a nice walk
1: um, Okay so now your walk Your exercise is affected
0: Oh yeah big time I have, I have an appointment Orthopedics tomorrow At 1.45
1: What are they going to do to you? Well, How the fuck do
0: I know? I'm not a doctor That's why I'm going there
1: You're just going to show up And be like it, this hurt, imagine, it hurts when I do this
0: I imagine That they're going to want To stick it in that machine what To machine? see what's going on The machine they put you in <sighs> You've done this before Oh, I've had both menaces. I've had been I've been there, I've been cut up Sawed up, stitched up. No, they've had every fucking young doctor on his way up. So this is.
1: So then, why are you all it. like upset about the situation? It seems like because my knee right hurts.
0: In. Because my fucking <laughs> knee hurts. That's what I'm upset about.
1: Well, I, I hope they fix it for you. I don't
0: need a sore knee.
1: Well, okay. The, so the the I do not I to not don't say funny because I don't wish you any. Oh, you any. think
0: it's funny? I don't care.
1: I don't wish you anything I mean, bad I mean, to happen. I mean,
0: when they saw your ovaries out, I think it's real funny too. <laughs>
1: um, but it's you only—you have more issues than knee problems. You also have issues with your ears right now. Can you well, hear me?
0: Can you hear me? That's an, yeah. No, I can hear you now. I mean, I'll tell you what. A couple of weeks ago, it was uh, kind of dicey. Um, I could. Um, The problem is, it's an inherited problem. My mother, when she got in her 70s, she had to go, when she was living up in uh, Benton Harbor, St. Joe. she used to have to have the wax removed from her ears. And, um, so... So, anyway... she couldn't hear, you know, I don't know And, and basically, I, now I wonder just, you know What, what somebody doesn't have access to, to these ear doctors What they do And she would um, have to go to the doctor and have this And it was a big pain, you know, it was not, not pleasant So all of a sudden, about two years ago I, I, could, I was having trouble hearing and I was having to kind of I could tell something was wrong with my left ear So I, I go to the doctor it's, just, it's absolutely impacted with wax Ugh. So It took a guy, it was so bad this guy And this guy was I kind of like the guy He was really kind of a comical guy and When you really hurt your bad, you go "Oh, Apology, I, you know, and then he just kind of It was, he's this guy You know, I'm, I'm, I'm white knuckling it Tears are coming out of my fucking eyes Does he have like guy, tools in your ears? He's got a fucking rotor, 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 Banging around, it's like an air hammer Going in and out of my fucking ear So Anyway, now he did say You probably should take eardrops I said, yeah, okay So I took it like one day and I said, fuck this Well, all of a sudden I couldn't hear Two weeks ago So I go, now I go back To the doctor And the same horrible Nightmare shit goes And I was in pain, my ear hurts And I had to do it th- Actually this time I had to do it Three times I mean, once, once blood starts coming out of your ears, they say, no, you better come back another time.
1: You're so dramatic. Well, I mean... I bet you it wasn't even that bad.
0: Oh. Oh. Let me let me do some... Let me fuck with your ears a little while.
1: No, you know what? I, this is the thing with men. You guys are such babies. Well... It's like these little, little things. It's like torture. You know, if you guys ever had to deal with a menstrual cycle, or maybe just even giving birth... I would you couldn't handle it.
0: no, I can handle it because it would never happen to me. I'd have my ovaries removed. I wouldn't have any fucking oh, okay, menstrual cycle. Okay, that's that's an
1: excellent solution.
0: God damn right. I've done you know. And you're,
1: you're so silly.
0: What do you mean silly?
1: <laughs> Getting your ovaries removed like that just because you don't want to have a period is not the answer.
0: What's the answer?
1: You deal with it. No. You deal with the no. awful monthly situation. The painful, no. painful one that affects everything.
0: Look, I banged plenty of chicks when they uh, were All right, ragging. we don't
1: want to hear about that. And that's when not, was that's high not the school. point.
0: When I was in high school. Is, I, mean, how, I used oh, to love it. We get let's make
1: it about you. How are you suffering through the period?
0: I didn't suffer. I kind it's of enjoyed so it.
1: Gross. I'm just saying. I think you're a big baby, and I don't. I'm sorry that a, I'm sorry that it hurt. But
0: hey, you know why? Because I have a Highly developed Central nervous system Unlike most of the people I know Therefore I do feel pain Worse than other people There's no question about it It's just one of the Drawbacks of having uh, You know Extra brain cells And More intricate Wiring
1: um, I think your wires Are crossed
0: Well no, Yeah N-
1: More often than not
0: Yeah This brilliance Just comes out Of crossed wires of
1: uh, well, you, you know, you could be like an idiot savant kind of thing.
0: Um, no? I, well, I mean, you could make a case for that.
1: Yeah, I think so. I don't think it's out of the ordinary or a stretch to say that.
0: I think it's a stretch, but I, I think that one could argue that.
1: Hmm. That's something to think about. Yeah. Um, so do your ears still hurt now?
0: No. My ears are fine. It's my fucking knee. Gee, this is bullshit, and as you pointed out in golf, your left knee is extremely important because it gets all the impact when you when you're swinging. Yeah, that's what Tiger blasts out it is all the time. But that's a, this the new modern way of uh, of swinging, which I'm am from, from the old Sammy Sneed, Tommy Bolt school. I don't know who that is. We flex our knees. Well, you don't know shit about you know, sports.
1: I don't, I don't really consider golf a sport, to be no. honest with you. No.
0: I can't wait to get you I can't wait to get We definitely out there. need to video you. I know, the, and I will
1: driving. say, one, I've been really busy these past few weeks, but also our weather has been such shit and unpredictable um, that we haven't been able to get out there, but it'll happen. Okay. Soon. Very okay. soon. Maybe actually next week when
0: well, hey, everything has
1: died down because of 4th of July.
0: I need you up to my house before I know. Week.
1: I'll figure it out. I'll find I a way to it. get to you and yeah. take care of your I shit mean, this, again. You can do
0: this quick. I mean, just setting it up. That's the thing.
1: I gotta like take the hour-long ride, the journey, to get all the way to your Ruth, house to Ruth, fix something in three Ruth seconds.
0: Ruth said she'll come and pick you up. Well,
1: I don't need you. I can take the bus. That's ridiculous. Well, you're whining. I know. It's, it's so far away. Yeah. Right. For something you should be able to do, like press of a button.
0: Yeah. Well, I can't.
1: Huh. safe to say that you need me. Um. So, I have some news.
0: Oh, exciting news? Yeah. Okay.
1: So, I don't know if people out there know that I have since about. For, for about four years, I have been working to build the country's first beer museum of its kind. Pretty big vision, 30,000 square feet, uh, a small tap room and brewery uh, with exhibition space, event space, rooftop beer garden. And it's really about how the beer industry has played a role in um, building the city. So it's not about beer making. It's not about how you make beer. Anyway, I've got some great people working on it with me. I'm a really stellar board of directors and national advisory board and just awesome volunteers. And we've been working, working, working on it. And uh, we're still uh, working on a location, but um, we have the opportunity to have an exhibition at a major cultural institution here in the city. I'm not going to reveal who it is just yet until we finalize a few things. But the goal is that this beer exhibit will open in October at a major historic cultural institution museum.
0: Well, that is exciting news.
1: Yeah. So um, right now, what we're gonna do is uh, we gotta raise some funds to, to pay for it. And um, in the link to the or in the in the podcast uh, information for this episode, I'm gonna post a link to our crowd uh campaign. We really, I mean, we only have to raise $150,000 for this exhibit, which is not a lot at all. But it'll be at this institution for a year and a half, two years. And it's going to have some awesome objects and tell a really, really neat uh, story that follows um, a narrative of the immigrant experience during the 19th century and how it parallels the brewing industry and the growth of it. So it's been something that... uh, it's, it's a really big deal for us. It's a game changer and I'm really excited about it. So if anyone out there uh, wants to support um, Chicago's cultural institutions and our beer lovers and our history lovers, uh, we could really um, use your help and ask that you be a part of it. And in maybe a month or two, I will reveal who the partner institution is, but I think people will be very excited and very impressed.
0: Oh, I can't wait.
1: I know. It's gonna, I'll, maybe I'll do the big reveal on this podcast too. Wow. Wow. Um, so yeah so uh, follow that link in our information and the information on the podcast episode and and uh, make some history by donating some dough the other thing I will tell you about too is it's a big year for the Chicago Brewseum this year is the 200th anniversary of the state of Illinois so it's our bicentennial and it's also the tricentennial of the city of New Orleans and what I decided to do was, um, you know, their beer collaborations happen all the time between two breweries in cities, states, country, whatever, international. And uh, I decided that we would try to make a beer between two breweries and two cultural institutions. So um, we are going to make a beer with uh, a brewery here in Chicago and partner. The brewery here in Chicago is called Illuminated Brewworks, and the partner. Uh, uh, the partner brewery is Urban South Brewing in New Orleans. And uh, the partner institution in New Orleans is called the Southern Food and Beverage Museum. So all four of us are coming together to make a beer rooted in our shared history, which is French history. Um, so we're really excited about that. So that beer is, gonna, is called Two Levees. And it's a kettle-soured farmhouse ale made with oats and wheat and raspberries, which are ingredients native to both areas. Raspberries? Yeah. It's going to be delicious. Uh, And it's going to be brewed in both cities and launched in both cities. So if anyone out there is in New Orleans on July 14th, we're going to have our launch event in New Orleans. I'll be there. Uh, and the breweries will be there And of course again uh, Southern Food and Beverage Museum will be there It's at the Southern Food and Beverage Museum So that will uh, be happening on July 14th In New Orleans And then uh, the launch event will happen here in Chicago On August 25th So fun stuff with beer Fun stuff with culture Fun stuff with cities We're excited So those, that's my two bits of very exciting Chicago Brewseum news
0: Very exciting I, know,
1: I can see you're doing cartwheels yeah. That's it? That's all I get from you?
0: Well, I mean I it's it's hard to absorb that much information. Just you know I
1: sit here and, 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 and across from you and listen to your stories about take which, which, about yeah. having anal sex and maggots coming out of orifices and Yeah. I interact with you and I tell you about some exciting news things that are taking my time away from you, clearly. Yeah. I, I mean, I think it's great Okay, that's what I wanted Excitement okay.
0: Well, I, I mean, how much excitement can... I mean, I've been I keep been trying to control my excitement You know what
1: would be really cool is that if we could... Um, the beer is going to be for sale, on, I think in draft and packaged uh, in Chicago It'll be bottles and in New Orleans it's going to be cans um, So what would be really cool is that they would have it for sale at the Old Town Alehouse
0: That would be cool, yeah
1: Yeah, maybe we can make I, it happen
0: I think you have connections here
1: We'll see. I don't know. No. Sometimes, uh, you know.
0: Yeah, you, know, you never know. You never know.
1: You never no. know. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, I think we've talked enough.
0: Yeah, and I think I, we, were gonna, we were discussing a little earlier. I would like a little bit, you know, punch your opening. And then I think when, like, we, I think this is a perfect time to end the show. Yeah, you're
1: dragging it on right now. No.
0: I, I'm, t- I'm, in, no, I'm informing the listeners how hard it was for me to convince you to... End the show on a high note.
1: We are ending on a high note. Exactly. I just shared some exciting and news, and I just
0: said that. But you're dragging that. it on right I now. I said no because I wanted people to know you're the how one who wants to make it
1: tighter and cleaner, and you're the one who tells. Okay,
0: goes let's, off on let's, a let's do the end. All right, let's ready? T- yeah, ready.
1: Thanks everyone for um, joining us this week. Thanks to Jordan, our executive producer, for making the podcast happen. Um, say good night, genius.
0: Good night, genius.
1: We'll see everyone next week.